The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. First cut. Golly. Hello, YouTube. It's Tiger Week Part 2, PNC Championship coming up this week, plus a lot of other things to talk about. Hit the like button. Make sure you're subscribed. We'll get started now. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, joined first today by Patrick McDonald, who uh, seemingly is now updating his uh, little handle there with his college basketball betting record. Hello, Patrick. It's all I got, Rick. Uh, it's been a blood bloodbath in golf, so we're we're shifting focus to uh, the hardwood. And tonight, tonight it's a it's a light slate, but I, I got a pick uh, and some PNC pick as well. And, and the record, you? the record that he's touting, Kyle, is the is the massive one and one. <laughs> well, when, I mean, compared to the golf record, it it actually is fairly impressive. So, is this like a you're giving out one one pick a week? What's like people have to wait till the end of the show? What's the deal? I, I think it's just got to be whatever game Tuesday night is on ESPN. I'm gonna bet. And then, do you like when you guys? When you do a basketball game like that, or let's say you do a Thursday night football or something like that, are you watching the whole thing? Are you, do you want to watch? Do you not want to watch? What's the, what's the play? I did watch the Illinois, Texas game, which was electric. I know Rick was on that one as well. Bang baby. Um, Not a big deal. You know, sometimes the kid gets (laughs) hot, Um, but Tonight, it's an underplay, and I mean, for that, no one likes betting on unders, but you got to pay the bills. Uh, you ever I think- live? Do you guys live? Do it live? We'll do it live? Yeah, I think, I mean, live betting is probably, my opinion, one of the better ways to bet. It, okay. it's, it's good. I mean, I mean, the reason I bet is because, like, I want to watch the game or follow along with it or have a reason to root for it. So it's very rare that I would just make a wager and then check tomorrow morning to see if I've won it. Like, I want to at least tune in for, like, a little bit and root for something. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I I was just curious about, it's not a world that I jump into that often. So I was just curious about what the, what the methodology was there. Yeah. uh, I've got a couple other items before we jump uh, neck deep into this thing. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about what was going to happen with our blue check marks. And uh, I don't think we're getting any more clarification, but we are getting things changing. So, if you now click on my blue check mark, it says verified account. This is a legacy verified account. It may or may not be notable, which is literally the perfect description of why I have a blue check mark. It, it basically, <laughs> it's basically saying, who can say? Who knows? Who can say? Surely you jest. <laughs> I, yeah, seriously. I, I tried to read. So Twitter put out this like explanation of the twitter blue subscribe like the uh service or whatever it is i tried to read through it 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 shouldn't be this complicated should it i mean i it's it's all and i i think i understand what they're trying to do but it just is part of me is like guys just just improve the product like that's all i want like just make the product better incrementally over time that that's all i'm asking for I don't need like your, you know, prisoner's dilemma of like why the blue check mark was changed to a gold and like what it, it I, I don't know. There's just a lot going on there. Yeah, it's um, it, it, the whole thing is just an absolute 
a horrible mess. If you could share my screen, Troy, now these are starting to roll out. Yeah, the the gold check mark, the PGA Tour's wow. gold check mark has made a debut. Which, um, listen, if you were if you were the PGA Tour, you wanted to be just like everybody else. I don't think, or you're any business, you did not want to be called out as a business. But uh, I guess here we are, Patrick. Well, par- sorry to jump in, Patrick. That's right. No, no, go. I mean, you're the king of Twitter. Keep going. I've got, I've got just takes on this. <laughs> the, the whole idea of, of ver, like making ever. Okay, so the, these organizations have a gold check mark now, and then other people have blue. But like you, like you read earlier, Rick, it, you may or may not be important if you have a blue check mark. So it's sort of leveling the playing field, which I actually think is is great. But it still doesn't solve the the you know when uh, T Higgins is being traded from the Bengals to the Dolphins, and a blue check mark tweets it. Like before, I knew like okay, that's the way I can check to see if this is real. And now it's like who who knows? It, literally, who can say is what I, they say in the profile. I have actually I I've actually said uh, everyone should be verified, but you should actually be verified, not just like. Pay eight dollars a month, Patrick. I think we need you to be. We need you to be the guinea pig here, because I'm not still. I'm still not sure what happens to legacy check marks if we do subscribe to Twitter Blue. Is it going to say we now like we now are getting it because we're subscribed, or is is it going to continue to say it's a legacy? So we need you to kind of take the notes here. Rick, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I subscribed this morning to Twitter Blue. Oh, uh, so you picked the guest best uh, guinea pig possible. I think you get 30 days for them to review your account again, and then you get uh, verified again. You get you get to keep your check mark. But for me, it was really the advertisements. I mean, every third or second tweet was essentially an ad, and Twitter Blue said they cut them in half. So I was like. All right. I mean, I just won a college basketball bet. I hey. got a little money to spare. Here's Twitter blue. They they ramped up the pain and then gave you a way to 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 ease the pain. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I will say, Elon might be listening to this podcast because I think we For said sure. we wanted different colored check marks. It would be something if like green were like journalists or something, and like purple were celebrities or I don't know. Maybe they go down that route eventually because, like Kyle said, I get duped by a a fake Adam Schefter account once a week. Easy. And this is not going to make it easier. Uh, seriously. Like in, I don't know, maybe that's not, I'm probably being short sighted to say that that, like the problem that they're trying to solve is for <laughs> obscure NFL trades, right? Like that's probably not what they're talking about, but that's sort of the world that, that we all live in. And I, I do think, you know, I think the Twitter profile, uh, Packy McCormick, who doesn't do golf or anything related to sports, but he writes a really interesting newsletter, and I think he's got a podcast. Um, he's written about how t- the Twitter profile is one of the most underutilized and undervalued. Uh, it's been one of the most undervalued uh, spaces on the internet. I mean, think about, and the, and I think Twitter started to get into this, like allowing. I saw uh, MKBHD, the the tech um, YouTuber, who's fantastic. He's selling stuff on his Twitter profile. Like he, it's 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 implemented right into the pro. There's just so many things you could do with the profile. And up until now, uh, they haven't really they haven't really utilized that space. So I I think there are a bunch of different things you can do. I just and maybe it's inevitable that there's going to be confusion. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt there. Uh, But I do still feel a little bit confused about everything. All right. Well, I'm going to wait 30 days to see what Patrick's account says. Uh, I gotcha. And then and then go from there. Um, in other phony news, phony baloney news, have you guys been following the uh, Scramble Forty Six drama across the game? <laughs> Scramble Forty Six. It has a name. Is that the official name? <laughs> it is now, I guess. Uh, so, for those of you who have not heard, uh, I'll try to get this all correct. There was a charity scramble in Alabama last week or the week before, where a team posted a 46. And even Patrick, um, in terms of wonky, cheating, scrambling scores, this, this one was like 13 shots better than anybody else out there. Uh, I'm going to say, I don't know if it's a hot take, but I, I think I believe them. Uh, with scrambles, you can buy so much string, mulligans, all this different stuff. And 
I mean, who who's to say no? I'm okay with with the 46 as Kyle would. Who would say no? Who knows? Uh, so what's 72 minus 46? Uh, 30 something, 26 under. Yeah, it was so it was a par 72, which means they were 26 under. Correct. Now I have a little bit. I do have a little bit more information. I guess. Uh, it, it it was coming out KP. They had there. I don't I don't know the legitimacy of if they actually got a guy from this team, but he went on this podcast and apparently they had eight mulligans and uh, I think three throws is what they have. And those throws do not count as strokes. The big the big problem here. Um, they did ace a three hundred eighty six yard par four which was a little, little, little tough even with throws and mulligans to, to make that happen along with the, the rest of the 26 under round. Can you use all three throws consecutively? Sh- seemingly, yes. Okay, so I think you could, you could ace a par four that way, right? Yes. Now we've got to, now we got to figure out the other 23 under. The, well, I mean, <laughs> you, 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 give, listen, give me, you gave me one problem to solve and I solved it. I don't, I don't know what to do with the, the right. I, I think this would be an interesting format for the next match. <laughs> Let him play a scramble. Bring in. That, it, it, it is amazing. Like the four guys who played in the match could not have shot a 46 in a scramble, right? With, with eight mulligans and a couple of throws. Hmm. Uh, no. Well, I mean, okay. So if you, if you, let's say you had a standard, uh, par 72, 18 holes, two, uh, four par fives, four par threes, you birdie everything except for the par fives and you Eagle all of those. What, what is that? That's, uh, 24. That's 50 under, or that's, that's a a 50. (laughs) Sorry. That's a 50. (laughs) And twenty four under, so you got to find four more strokes in there. I I I think I have. I think I have. So so if you think they didn't cheat and you believe them, I have the only explanation. Show us the path. They believe the mulligans did not count as strokes. Right. So if you are, if you were they somewhat cheated. new, or yeah, no, it's one hundred percent wrong. Right. But like, if you were going to your first scramble, and maybe you haven't done a lot of these before, and maybe you heard somebody say something, and when when you took a mulligan, it you basically just wiped the stroke off. Um, that's how this adds up. Now we can discuss the merits of. How good do you have to be at golf to shoot this, but still be unaware of how mulligans work? We can have that discussion, but that that is like the only way this adds up. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's fair. I will say I believe them, but this <laughs> I, is I a great point to abolish scrambles. Totally, I hate scrambles. I cannot. You you take me. My friends have this weird inclination to do scrambles whenever we do a group event, and it's the worst thing in the world. You can't get okay. a rhythm. This, it's not this, fun. I like this take. What, what's your what? Okay, so I've played in probably two. Uh, I was supposed to play in like two or three scramble, like charity, um, like organizations that put on scrambles here in Dallas with friends. And I had an enjoyable time. What, what would you what would you do different? How, how would those organizations put events on? Oh, man, you're, you're throwing the charity at me, KP. How are you well, going to do that, No, that's, that's not that's not like the that's not the crux of this thing. I know. I, I'm just I'm just curious about how you would do it differently. Like, I, I'm not tr- like if, if the four of us, if producer Troy and us three got together for a guy's like a buddy's golf trip. Yeah, like I mean, we don't need to be playing a scramble, but I think there's a I think there's a world in which scrambles can be fun and good. Yeah, I guess I think it caters more so to really poor golfers, right? Just kind of pick up the pace kind of deal, but just have a have a strict time limit. Like boys, we're flying around in four unders or under four hours or under, or or you get off the course. What an elitist take. You know, all those poor golfers who have to go out and help out these charitable <laughs> foundations. How dare they make us play a scramble? Yeah. Patrick McDonald against poor golfers and charities. That is me. Um, the best scramble I ever <laughs> played gave like the top prize, I think, was to the fourth or fifth best score, which just 
basically removed any possibility of cheating because when someone came in with a 46, it was like, ah, well, sorry, played really well, but you get nothing. That's sick. I love that. Yeah. And then everyone's like, well, I'm too nervous to go super low, so we're just going to all be honest about this. That is, that's a tremendous idea. Way in. What What if you get hosed and you shoot 20 under? Sorry, sucker. Well, you're still excited because you shot 20 under. Like you played. The other thing about scrambles is it makes you feel like you're a lot better than you actually are. Yeah, you're like, oh, I had like four natural birdies by myself pretty much. Well, I put it last every time. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much. I, like I'll come home and tell my wife, like, yeah, we shot, I, I don't know, 61. And she's like, what? Oh, really? And I'm like, well, yeah, there, it was scramble, but still, we shot 61. <laughs> we got lapped by the field, by the way. Um, all right, gents, here's what we got to talk about. We got to talk about the PNC Championship, Tiger. We've got uh, maybe some fun stuff on the other side as well, but we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we're back. PNC Championship tickets are sold out. You waited too long. If you want to get in, you cannot because Tiger Woods is playing again at the, at the PNC Championship. Uh, the Dailies back to defend their title. Patrick, this is uh, the event that got – I mean, this is – this event alone probably wins Tiger the pip between all the stuff that's going to come out of it uh, with the, the Charlie mannerisms and everything else that we see for the next 12 months. I guess the people of Florida like scrambles a whole lot more than me uh, if they're selling out this event. But yeah, like you said, it's pretty much the the Charlie Woods show. It feels like the past couple of years, uh, you know, the first year with the par fives last year, the club twirling. Uh, I think they had 11 straight birdies trying to catch the dailies down the stretch there. It was actually pretty fun to watch for as much as I just kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk down scrambles, but it, it should be good. And you have Nellie quarter in the mix with her dad, Jordan Spieth is playing this year, Justin Thomas. So it, it's, it's a fun event to kind of wrap up the year. Yeah. The Thomases are back. Mike and Justin, obviously the defending champions, John Daly and his son, uh, John Daly jr. The sinks are in it. The Faldos, uh, Jim Furyk and Tanner Furyk, uh, Patrick already mentioned Nelly quarter and her dad, Peter. It's pretty stacked, dude. What do you think KP? Yeah, it's great. I mean, I, I think that Shane Bacon had this take last year and I agree with it is that, I think this is the type of event that should probably get more attention than it used to. I guess it does now because of Tiger, right? But it's, it's you know, it's fathers and daughters and fathers and sons and moms and sons. And it, it, it's it's all the sort of cliche stuff or, or cliche reasons that we love golf, but, but legitimate ones, like really actually good reasons. And I'm, I think it's cool that some of the unintended benefit i think of tiger playing in it is that you get to enjoy watching dads and daughters or dads and sons play together and i think that is you know at it's a very valuable thing and i think it's for me it, it was one of the most fun weekends of the entire year in 2021 i don't know if that's how 2022 will play out but i, I think that overall it's kind of an underrated event uh jordan spieth and justin thomas fresh off their match victory patrick they kind of flipped the script here they're they're the the sons in in the pairings which uh is is going to get them near the the top of the betting board when it comes to who's going to win this thing <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I mean, 
what is it? Mike Thomas is the PGA pro for nearly 40 years. Justin's dad and swing coach, obviously. I have no clue about Spieth's dad's game. Do either of you? I mean, no, I think he's in the handicap. (laughs) I think he's just an average. I think he's just a dad. Like, I don't think he is playing a ton. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's got dad strength. That's always dangerous. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, you have two of the top 15 players in the world, at least top 20 in them too. And then after them's Tiger and Charlie. So Charlie's got a, got a beat up on Justin and Jordan. It looks like there's a couple other interesting teams here. Um, first off, where is, okay. Bernard longer is playing with Jason longer. Now he's got a lot to choose from KP, right? That, that longer crew is like, they, they roll deep. I'm not sure the affiliation between Jason. I don't know if that's his son, grandson, somewhere in between, but we've seen some pretty interesting combos here. Yeah, sorry. I was just trying to look at the handicap of uh, Sean's teeth. <laughs> Normal. Uh, Jordan's dad. Maybe Patrick can look that up while we're yeah, chatting. Yeah, I get you. But uh, yeah, the the longers. It, it's got to be. Uh, it's probably grandson, right? Son. Oh, okay. So I just found him. So he is the son of Bernard Longer, uh, and he plays golf at Penn. Oh wow, that's that's kind of dirty. Were they in it last year? I don't think so. I'll look it up. I don't think so. Yeah i I think uh, I thought I thought Nelly was a really com- compelling figure last year. Uh, her and um, obviously her dad. Uh, remember she took that picture with Tiger and she was like, yep. like kind of fangirl. And I, I joked that it was the first time the number one player in the world has been excited to take a picture with the number 583 player in the world, <laughs> <laughs> which is what Tiger was at the time. So uh, I don't remember your original question. It was about the longers. That's all right. I was just kind of uh, creating segues into some of these other groups here. As far as I can tell, the Longers did not play at all last year. Um, okay. So this will be a this could be a little dark, this could be a little dark horse pairing. Kids, kids active. That's we got we got the Sean Spieth update from a. Okay. Uh, can I guess? I'll say it's from a 2010 article. That's all uh, I got. That's a long time ago. He was 47 uh, then, so he's around 60 now. I would have, I would say he's probably like a ten. I'll take under ten. I'll take he's a single digit cat, or at least was okay. thirteen years ago. In, in yeah, in, in two thousand ten, week of the Byron Nelson, he was an eight. Mm. Okay. I wonder what he is now. Um, a, what up? Well, I was gonna say he he's b- busy running that MVP index that determines the pip. His he runs a company that that contributes a which uh, this i don't know it's kind of the whole thing's a little bit bizarre i I don't really know how much of the like how much of the formula this is for the pit but that's what his company does is uh run the i think it's called the mvp index which determines like your online popularity or social media popularity or, or something like that uh that is correct let's look at the odds board here uh no surprise justin thomas team thomas those are the favorites plus 275 speed plus 450 if you like the woodses the woodses plus 500 the dailies to go back to back six to one the sinks at 10 to one longers at 12 to one. I'll tell you what, that's that dark horse squad 12 to one right there. The layman's are 15 quarters are 18. Uh, a couple other notables, uh, the Faldos 200 to one Patrick, do you have a, to go along with your college basketball pick? Do you have a pick to win the PNC championship? Par away, baby. <laughs> Ooh, KP, you're talking my language. Stop it. Um, sorry. I'm, I'm knee deep in Sean Spieth's crunch base account right now. <laughs> we are, we're just, we should just Google random things and just talk about them. That's basically what we do during this podcast anyway. Uh, but, but I do have a pick complete Homer pick team woods. Is it we? Uh, yeah. Team woods. We'll go team woods five to one tiger or tiger looked decent enough. He had some good iron shots there at the match. 
I, I don't know how true his ball speed was. Uh, I don't know if he's throwing a little money in Warner and TNT there, but every, everything else looked fine. The short game was a little rusty. That's to be expected, I guess, for there, uh, for there to be a little rust. And then Charlie, everyone's raving about the kid. Time to put your money where your mouth is. Let's see if this 13-year-old kid can win this golf tournament. Does it feel good betting on a 13-year-old kid? I'm glad you guys asked. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it, it should. I, I do wonder if <laughs> I do wonder if Charlie is the best. Not no, I guess he's not because John Daly's kid's actually good, and we've got this longer kid, longer kid playing at Penn. This ringer, so he, yeah. Charlie Woods is not like at the level of a college golfer, but he's but he's up a T. Huh? He's probably up a T. Or yeah. two. And he's better than Sean Spieth. Yeah. Presumably. <laughs> but Tiger's not better than Jordan right now. I, I guess I'm curious about why the team Woods isn't the favorite. Sounds like you you uh you like the value at five to one. <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> I think I listen, I said this on when when did we talk, Rick? Saturday? Yeah. After the after the match. I think Charlie is gonna be like, like I said, uh, this is what I said, Patrick is, is the last couple of years just been kind of like this fun, cute, like, Oh, this kid is playing with his dad. I think he's going to be like, nasty this year. Like, I think he's going to be like sick, like really good. And I, I'm not going to get into, I'm not going to go down the route or path of like breaking down Charlie Woods, swing and talking about where he's going to end up playing college golf. I'm just saying, I think for these two days, I think he's going to be awesome. I heard rumors he's going to Virginia Tech, but uh, just rumors. Getting that, getting that started. <laughs> yeah. So this is see now that now he feels like he can just say anything he wants because he's paid for that blue check mark. They can't take it away from him. You know he doesn't even have to. You don't have to be a journalist anymore. Patrick, you're out here paying your eight bucks a month. I, I, have, I have thirty days to let it all out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. I had something else I wanted to say. I don't remember what it was. All right. So, so Tiger Woods and Charlie Woods at five to one for Patrick. Uh, what's, what's the, what's the college basketball winner? Oh, college basketball winner, Memphis at number four, Alabama tonight, 9 PM Eastern Bama coming off a huge 15 point, uh, come from behind win against number one, Houston. Mm. They're going to be gassed Memphis, Penny Hardaway. They, they kind of zigged when everyone else zagged. They have like eight seniors on their team. Smart guys. Seniors are smarter than 18-year-olds. Proven facts. They're going to slow down the pace. I like under 152.5 tonight. Who is uh, – that kind of took a turn. I didn't expect the – I didn't know how you were going to get to the under there. Just because they're smarter, they're going to score they're less. Yeah, the, uh, well, I forgot they were both like top 20 in defensive efficiency, but semantics. Oh, uh, okay. So <laughs> the main point. We've got a, we've got a Ken Palm uh, fan <laughs> Ken on our hands. Go, go Hokies. <laughs> Was he, did he go to Virginia Tech? Yeah. Okay. Who, who's, who's Alabama's coach? It's a great question. It's not Avery Johnson anymore. It's, it's, um, I think it's the guy from uh, VCU, isn't it? You're not thinking uh, Shaka. Nate Oates. Oh, that's not who I was thinking of. No, I wasn't thinking Shaka. I was thinking, who was it? VCU. Uh, I think it was after Shaka, or maybe before Shaka. It's, you got the wrong guy over here, Patrick. That's my pay grade too. Yeah, he was. My home he, ah, I can't remember his name. Okay, Nadoats is not who I was thinking of. Here, 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 are your, here are your most recent uh, VCU head coaches. Mike Rhodes, 2017 to present. Will Wade from 2015 to 2017. Will Shaka Wade. Smart, 2009 to 2015. Anthony Grant, 06 to Anthony 09. Grant is who I was thinking of. Where's he at now? Are you on college basketball reference? Uh, no, but he is apparently, I believe, the head coach at Dayton. Okay, I, I like him. I think he's a really good coach. He went from Alabama to the Oklahoma City Thunder as an assistant coach, and now he's the head coach at Dayton. Okay, so he so he went VCU to Alabama, but then he he burned out there, like didn't didn't get it done. Right. Correct. Yeah, they were barely okay. over five hundred at Alabama. And Nate Will Wade, Wade, while we're on the topic, one of the original bagmen. I mean, he was like oh, the ultimate. Yeah. 
He loved tossing around those duffel bags. <laughs> he would have. He he could have worked for Liv pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere else can you get this level of analysis. Hey, Rick, do you think? Do you think? I just thought of this. I read the long Rory thing in the Independent today, which was really good, and we can talk about it if you want. But do you think Patrick looks like Harry Diamond? Yes, I do. Harry that, Styles. Yeah. No, that's not pretty Harry good, Styles. right? Harry Diamond. Yeah, it's really good, actually. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna find a photo. Uh, I like this a lot. Yeah, Jeez. we need to. We need to. We need to push this next year. Should uh, Harry Diamond? He's a good-looking cat, Patrick. He's. He, it's a compliment. We should do one of those things. Uh, they've done it like with Andy Reid lookalikes where I just grab Rory's bag one tournament, see if he notices. Well, that happened at the uh, – what event was that oh, last year? I think – was it the Scottish? Irish, Irish or Scottish, yeah. And it was not all that funny. It was kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, get the PGA Tour to play along and everything. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Can you share, share your screen, Ray? Share my, share my screen. Share my screen. Doesn't this kind of look just yeah, like it? There, there's Patrick caddying for the number one player in the world. Wow. This is. I see it. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about this, Gefellas. That's among my best work, I think. Yeah. That's... My, so I claim within my family to be really good at this game of so-and-so looks like so-and-so and my wife she's like you're actually abysmal like you think you're good and you are not but i actually think this one's pretty good all right i'm, I'm, I'm gonna side with your wife on this one i have another one uh troy if you can share my screen <laughs> oh boy i don't like the laugh no i mean look at that it looks just like you yeah you, you have a big chaw in it kind of looks like it. <laughs> there you go. Harry's right. great. I, I'm I'm a big Harry fan. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna figure this out with the PGA Tour. Whatever tournament I'm at next, <laughs> one pro am day, whatever. I'm just gonna take Rory's bag. See what happens. C oh, it even got comp. David seal. David's a tough tough egg to crack, and he gave it a C plus comp. That's C like plus is a. passing. That's like an A from anybody else. <laughs> I agree. Um, all right, pull up Antonio's too. <laughs> yeah, Antonio was on that. We didn't. We were That's false. Yeah, we, That's, we we were suppressing that misinformation of Antonio saying it looks nothing like him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's aggressive. Um, all right, we'll put a bow on this with a couple of news roundup items. There's a New York Times article we can talk about uh, that Rory article as well if you want to KP. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we're back. I just realized that uh, Patrick was the only one I made give a pick. So he took the Woodses at 5-1. to one. Kyle, do you want to take a pick at this? Well, do we have the uh, – do we have – can we pull up the odds? Yeah, like, they're in so the outline. Kind of talk, talk through them. Yeah, so so they're in the outline. Uh, okay, I've got it right here. Okay. Uh, Okay, I see. I was gonna have maybe pull them up on the screen, but uh, team team Woods plus five hundred team. Uh, you might you might have talked me into team Longer at twelve to one. That's the one. 
Team Furic, Team Sing. Um, the Harringtons could be frisky at 35. You just took my somebody just took my uh, my odds away. Sorry, that Where'd was me. Go? I was I was trying to get them on the screen. <laughs> Sorry, I can get them back for you. I think. No, it's fine. Uh, I'll go with who's second? Uh, Spieth. Yeah, four fifty. Four fifty. I just don't know if Sean's ten handicap is gonna is gonna carry the day from ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, I I think I think I think Tiger and Charlie are gonna win the event. I think Charlie's gonna win the event. If if they do that, that would be an all time like value. The Woods is at five to one if they win it. Like that's there it is, Pat. Thank you, Troy. How uh, hilarious is it that Tiger was shorter than five to one at some majors by himself, and now he's yeah, like most majors by himself. <laughs> yeah, like in his prime, he would be like you know four to one or plus seven fifty or just just absurd numbers. It's nuts. It's nuts. All right. So I think the way that I, I think um, I'll take the longers 12 to one. That that's, that's the value. Bernard is like uh, still amazing. Ageless. somehow. Yeah. yeah. And we got a college senior who plays in an Ivy league school. Come on. They're, they're going to be competitive out there. They're not here to, they're not here to mess around. They're here to win. Yeah, I'm 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 in on that take. I, I I like the twelve to one value there. I'm still. I mean, it's a scramble, guys. That's all I remember. It's a scramble. Two but man scramble. T- Tiger and Charlie are going to win. I'm with KP. Conviction play from the writers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was an article from the New York Times that let me just let me just read you the headline here, Kyle. This is the headline. Confidential records show a Saudi golf tour built on far-fetched assumptions. It's got my attention. Yeah, I read the article on Sunday morning. I actually read it. My daughter, my three-year-old, kind of cuddled up next to me, had the fire going, reading on the iPad. And my wife was like, oh, that's so cute. What are you guys reading? I was like, well, we're actually reading about McKenzie and Liv and <laughs> the PGA Tour. She's like, oh, awesome. I, look, I, 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 don't, I don't know if it was a super informative article. You know, the, the crux of it is that the New York Times got a hold of all these sort of internal documents with that Liv had or has that um, McKinsey helped consult on to try and put together what their path could be, like a viable path forward into the golf world. And I think the thing that struck me, Rick, and I'm curious about what y'all's opinion, I don't know if you guys read it or not, but just what your opinion is, is that the best case scenario that McKinsey could come up with is basically the PGA Tour's business model. And which was a billion and a half dollars of revenue a year, which I actually sort of disagree with. I I think that there's opportunity for other revenue streams that the PGA Tour is is probably for good reasons or maybe not good reasons, um, not kind of turning on. You know, I I think there there are opportunities for more revenue, but it just struck me that that was sort of the best case scenario that McKinsey put in front of Liv. Because Liv has been talking as if the PGA Tour's business model is a joke. You know, I, they haven't said those words, but they've insinuated them. And, oh, we're going to create all this value that doesn't exist in golf. And we're going to reinvent the, you know, all these different things. And it's, it's, it's all, and McKinsey is not the end all be all. I'm not saying that, but that was the model that got put in front of them. And you're like, well, wait a second, this is just the PGA tour all over again. And so that, that to me kind of stood out and maybe Liv didn't agree with it or didn't think it was, maybe they were, more confident than um, what McKinsey said, but that was the best case scenario for them. And they still move forward with it, which I thought was super interesting. The proposal or the project called project wedge, by the way, (laughs) very Uh, creative, very creative stuff in the most successful scenario. 
projected revenues of at least 1.4 billion a year in 2028, which Patrick is five years from now, basically six years from now. We got a couple weeks left of of 2022. Um, if the PGA Tour were to continue to grow as it has been, that that they'd already be behind the PGA Tour by that point. But Kyle's Kyle's right. The way this got laid out, there there was no like. Um, Nothing incredibly amazing that came out of this, but to see what information that Liv had to get into the business to make these decisions was at least interesting, right? I mean, they laid out, hey, here are the 12 golfers that you want to get that are most going to drive revenue. I think they ended up getting three of them. Um, Like that type of stuff as part of the decision-making process gives us a a look behind the curtain. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, the article as a whole, like information based wise, like you guys said, is a bit of a nothing burger. But I'm kind of going to push back and say, if you could tell Liv in six years, you can match the PGA Tour after I I think they'd be okay with it. Honestly, I I think that as a best case scenario, six years, you're matching the premier PGA. uh, I mean, they're going to be down like eight billion dollars by then. Yeah, but I think they take it. And the thing about consultants is what they do is all fluff. It's all about – I'm serious. You just – you rob them blind. It's unbelievable. It's literally no work at all, and especially with a company like – I'm not going to point any fingers here, but the company who did this, they have – they their customers aren't always straight shooters. So Consultants and scrambles. Uh, is what we've what we've got to that really. I'm experienced in both. I'm experienced in both. So trust me. I, I, I was I was off the teat of the government for a while. I guess. <laughs> wow. I guess I I just. Uh, well, one they're talking about three hundred and fifty million dollars in profit or whatever per year, and you're like, well, man, that is just like. So, so there's nothing for the public investment fund. So it, it, it kind of raised some more questions about, okay, why are you in this again? Which is not questions that they want being raised. And then the other thing I would say is, is again, like, uh, is that a successful path or is that a successful outcome? Yes. I would, I would agree with you, Patrick, that it is, but it's not the way they've been talking about their outcome. The way they've been talking about their outcome is, hey, we're going to make $10 billion a year, not 1.5. I'm just, they haven't said that number, but that's sort of been the insinuation. And our profit's going to be off the charts because all you idiots didn't unlock this sort of team golf concept that we are unlocking and that's going to generate a ton of revenue for our league. And so I'm, I'm just... I don't know, like the the way they've been talking and what I read in the article don't really match up. That's fair. But I will say like every CEO of like every Fortune 500 company kind of talks in the same way. They talk in hyperboles. That's how they roll. I would also like to maybe push back on who is in charge of determining at McKinsey who the top 12 players are that Liv could get. Uh, They got four of them. They got four of them. Those being defined as Dustin Johnson. Okay, cool. Sure. Fair. All good. Phil Mickelson. Fine. Yeah, that, that works. Henrik Stenson and Sergio Garcia were the other two of the top 12 that they got, which um, makes me a little bit concerned about the 12 that they had that they had identified. That, that's got to be a blow to the ego of like Bryson and Brooks now. Yeah. And Cam Smith. And now I guess this would have been done before like Cam Smith had the year that he had in 2022. But I guess I guess the only thought process would have been like longevity in the game internationally. Like if you if you're trying to build something international, if you get Sergio and Stenson, maybe that helps more than Brooks and Bryson. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't believe that, but that maybe but- that's the assumption. You could talk me into Sergio, I guess. The Stenson thing. I don't know what I don't know I I listen, like I, I like Henrik Stenson. I, I enjoy his personality. I think that he's a pretty good dude. Like I, I enjoy following him, covering him, all of it. I don't know what world in what world he's a top twelve guy, whether even like popularity I don't think so. Game, certainly not. I, I just don't know like what that 
what that path is. Not, not even the Phil personality, right? He, I, I have, I have not even heard Henrik Stenson speak in over a year. So it's not like he's out there uh, designed to be the face of the league or one of the twelve faces of the league either. I'm not really sure. And from the international aspect, if that was like very important to them, you would think someone like Patrick Reed, who's one of the only people ever to be given membership to the DP World Tour, would be on this list as well. <laughs> Every day I have, I I work with Patrick, I like him more and more. You know, it's just like he's such he's so he's so good at this. That was that was that was really good. Uh, Phil Mickelson, by the way, currently three hundred seventy fourth in the data golf rankings. Oof, and top yet scene. T- top twelve in the McKinsey ranking. <laughs> McKinsey should produce their own <laughs> world ranking. <laughs> they should sponsor the OWGR. Okay, we're gonna do this again. Pull up this comment, tr- producer Troy, four forty five from Tour Pro. I don't know how many times we have to go over this. He says, embarrassing for golf. Dustin Johnson has just dropped out of the OWGR top 40. Listen, we've gone over this a hundred times. I don't want to cover it every week. Dustin Johnson is currently eighth in the data golf rankings, which is probably correct. You can't put together an official. I, I tweeted this whole thing out. You can't put together an official world golf rankings that, that, produces players into major championship fields and also includes includes closed tours like live because if you're doing so then you're you're allowing players to shoot what anything because they don't have a cut and it's a closed tour you'd shoot a hundred you know 110 15 times in a row and still get owgr points that is not that can't happen and whether you whatever you think about Dustin Johnson, like that cannot be part of the formula of, of fielding major championship uh, events. I, I think the example that we've used probably a half dozen times still, still stands because if you do allow that you open the door for a scenario in which let's say Taylor made wanted to create a league that was only their guys, 12 guys, and they played seven or eight events a year and they all got big time OWGR points to essentially game the system and ensure that they're going to get into all the major championships. Like they're, they're like, are there, is there a better way to do this? Yes, probably. But like the idea of a closed tour really opens up a can of worms if people don't start playing nice. And people's response is the hero world challenge. I, I hear you should not. Yeah. Should not get points. <laughs> I hear you. I think the, the rebuttal is, yeah, it's a one-off event that, is like one fiftieth of like the, the of a specific tour, uh, and 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 yet I still don't think it should get points. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, no, it's not a it's not a hard thing. We've gone over this a couple of times. Um, what else? Anything else? New York Times, OWGR rants. Anything else we need to get through? Uh, the Rory article was great. Oh yes, the Rory article. I don't know if it's. There wasn't anything. It was just compelling. He's obviously, I believe, an incredibly compelling person. His Paul Kimmich. So Paul Kimmich is a, I can't remember the, it's the independent. I think it's the Irish independent. I'm probably going to get that name wrong, but he's done three or four of these big sit downs with Rory where it's, you know, it took me 45 minutes to read through everything, but it's, it's phenomenal stuff. I mean, it's just really, there's some great quotes in there from people around Rory. Uh, there's a great Shane Lowry quote where he kind of sat Rory down. and was like, you're the, you're one of the best players of all time. You need to start, start playing like it. Uh, which was, you know, not the first time that that's happened to Rory from, from people around him. Uh, the whole thing is, it's just, it's, it's, it's very compelling. It's very interesting. Everybody should go read it. Uh, yes, there are, it, they actually have it split up into two parts, right? KP, there's a part one and a part two here. Is that right? Well, and there's a third one that is all included. So it's like the whole oh. thing. So I think there was actually a part three, maybe that got kind of lumped in there. Got it. Okay, perfect. I need uh, to send you that PDF, Patrick. Remind me. I got, uh, what the new one? Yeah. Okay. Anything I'm trying to save Patrick, Patrick money so he can bet on college basketball. <laughs> Well, Twitter blue too. I got a lot of expenses going on these yeah, they, days. The expenses are piling up by the minute. <laughs> what's this? What's this thing I see in the outline about a fantasy league? Oh, Patrick. So, so, so 
uh, um, I've been a big advocate for season long fantasy golf for next year. And Patrick came up with uh, a little content idea, a little idea. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to steal this from you, Patrick. What were your thoughts here? I'm just saying there's roughly eight of us. I don't know if coach could do it, but the first cut boys all together with producer Troy and we, we draft our fantasy teams to stream it live. The idea KP, um, and we'll see how this goes, is to try to get fantasy golf to be much more like fantasy football, something that has never really existed before, where you have week-by-week matchups against your friends, there's a draft. The 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 standard version of fantasy football has like never existed for fantasy golf before, and I think there's a bit of an appetite for it because there's a lot of things that are like... Hey, if you have Patrick Mahomes in your league, like you have an entity, like you have a uh, like this known entity, and you're the only person who has him, right? Like it's a commodity now, and that doesn't really exist for golf. And so far, with how many leagues have been filled via Twitter, I think I think the uh, I think the feedback's been pretty positive. It is the idea that in golf everybody has like. Everybody could draft Justin Thomas in a given week, essentially. So that would be the way it's set. the mo- the more popular way that it's set up now. Yes, yeah, like the DraftKings right. style is like yeah. everybody gets Justin Thomas. But if you draft him third overall, you're the only person who has Justin Thomas. I think what's even even more interesting. I, I haven't done. I used to do fantasy baseball. I never really got into fantasy football, but <laughs> the idea of a keeper league. Mm-hmm where all of a sudden you're drafting the uh, the cootie bo- twins out of Texas, <laughs> right? Because you get them for the next 20 or whatever, however many years. Yeah. I think it, it puts, I think, probably too much emphasis on the original draft. But, uh, you know, you could do it. You could have an annual, like, supplemental draft where you're drafting new guys and – yeah, and what you could do is like, okay, yeah, it's a keeper league, but you can only keep three or four. And so then you have to make decisions every year. So like I could keep Pearson forever, but he's going to be one of like the four that I keep and I got to throw back everybody else. So how did – what was your idea of score? How do you score this, Patrick? Because you've got – golf is – I mean, as we've talked about ad nauseum, you've got different tours and is it like PGA Tour only? How, how does that all that work? You got to talk to Rick. He's, he's the one who's been pushing the season long so, fantasy here. So, uh, it would, it would be PGA tour only just because that's where the data comes from for the most part. And it would be, uh, loosely based on DraftKings scoring, which is like, you know, three points for a birdie, a half a point for a par, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like based on hole by hole scoring. Uh, I think you could do it with money. And I think I think the best version of it, actually, Kyle, and this is probably for next year, not this upcoming year, would be to only do like the top 21 elevated events, because what you're going to find are you're going to find like Sahith is like the most valuable fantasy golfer there is because he plays so much more than everybody else, or at least did last year. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that's uh, that. I love Sahith. You don't you don't really want that to be the case. No, right? you don't you don't want you don't want Sahith going number one overall before Rory and JT and Xander and Cantley and all these guys. Which again, this should be a signal to the PGA tour that your model is a little bit broken, <laughs> right? Uh not that you should be basing everything on fantasy results, but uh yeah, I, listen, I, I think I think this is really intriguing because I think it you t- you can i think over a longer period of time like it it's kind of funny but it's also kind of silly when somebody like mark or even me beats rick in something fantasy related because rick is so much smarter about that stuff than we are and i think over a long period of time that would sort of work itself out uh and 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 the cream would rise to the top so to speak and if we did something like this uh, yes, but and golf is there is a ton of like variance is good in this style for golf, right? Because whoever you get matched up against, like it, it ends up being uh, fairly competitive each and every week. So maybe something we'll hammer out the details on and uh, figure out before we got like three, three and a half weeks before the it, it, would, it would probably start the Sony Open. It wouldn't start the tournament of champions. So we got some time. 
I think if we do it, we should do it for just the elevated events in 2023. Maybe we should do that. Cool with that. Yeah. I, I, I have an alternate elevated schedule. It's pretty sick that we could, you could throw could in some up. Euro stuff, whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, Sounds like we're doing it. Listen, I, I I didn't mean I didn't need much of a nudge. I just needed someone, <laughs> a, a slight gust, uh, you know, slight breeze to just push me in that direction. Happy, happy to do it. And look, I, I'm gonna need a clean up in one league because I accidentally joined like a four hundred dollar one. So yeah, a four hundred need to get golf league. Yeah, Rick Rick's got hundreds of them floating around the internet. I just clicked on a link. Luckily, it wasn't spam or anything and boom gotta pay 400 bucks to someone there's there's a hundred leagues that we filled across f- everything from free to some people are p- paying for playing for 500 or a thousand dollars uh per team per in- per entry yes wow yeah so they're all eight man leagues so that's like 800 800 people across 100 leagues is this the, uh, I got an email about this. Did you, is this yeah. what, okay. The hundred dollar one and done hundred thousand dollar one and done. So that's okay. So that's something different. So that, <laughs> we got a thousand dollar each. So the, so there's, there's season long fantasy golf where you get involved with your eight friends or your seven friends or in Patrick's case. And in most people's case, seven other people randomly from the internet. Um, <laughs> I don't and, have seven friends. So. And I moved my, my one and done that I've been running for however many years now, I moved it to a new platform and it's now like all, regulated it's all like on the up and up not that it wasn't before not that it wasn't before but it's all on like the up and up and it's got a hundred thousand dollar uh guaranteed payout prize pool wow rick how much is yours 100 bucks 100 bucks yeah all right i'll join that one so it'll have a thousand people in it uh first will be Fifteen thousand or something like that i mean the the, i'm telling you like the 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 sentiment behind uh, golf and like where it's going is it it's so big because once people I mean it's it's year round it's weekly it has a really good cadence once people bet on it once people get involved in fantasy um, they're so much more excited about it and also like the 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 league the tour didn't embrace it for so long that now it's like a floodgate situation. I will say for one and done the last two years I haven't used like Rory or Rom I was just what. That's that's wise. Uh, why do you think it's uh, why do you think it's a floodgate situation, Rick? I'm curious about that. So it the 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 structure of it is really good for betting, right? So the like the once a week thing where you have a couple of days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, to like learn about the tournament, learn about the course, and then you get to place a bet. That's great. It has a natural cadence of stopping after the third round, stopping after the fourth round, stopping after the or stopping after the second, stopping after the third. That allows for live betting, which a lot of sports don't have. You can usually only do it at like halftime in between quarters, or if you're a real sicko, kind of in the middle of it. But most people aren't doing that. Um, and then you've got these really, really big events that kind of create this just like, okay, every month in the summer, we just like spin the wheel harder again. And I mean, points bet came out with their stuff. They're like, like their golf betting's like way up year over year. It just, it just has a really good structure for people trying to wager on it. The other thing, Kyle, is there's no other, there's no other sport that you can routinely get like 20 to one, 50 to one, a hundred to one in four days. You usually have to like place a, a, a future on some crappy team to win the NBA finals to get something like that. Yeah. It's just a very unique sport. And for two, for until two years ago, the PGA tour wanted nothing to do with it. And now they're like embracing a lot, investing a lot. And when the league starts churning in that direction, it's, it's going to be really popular. Did you see that TPC Scottsdale opened up that, uh, uh, cause it's yeah. a, it's a sports book, right? Like yeah. They, on, they on broke the ground on it. They broke okay. ground on it. Yeah. Sorry. So, didn't, didn't open up, but is, is going to like this time next year. Yeah. It's going to be a massive sports book slash bar slash restaurant slash everything like right next to TPC Scottsdale. It's a, it's a draft case location. Can't yeah, wait for and, us to be there. And, uh, Monahan essentially said what you're saying, Rick, which is I didn't envision something like this five years ago, which should maybe be a little concerning given that <laughs> that's your job, you know? Uh, so anyway, like I, I do think 
I, I don't, it's not my world, but I am, I'm fascinated by it. And I think it's going to be a big part of what the PGA tours future is. And I think part of that is why, or, or that is part of the reason that we, I think all push for more transparency and more, openness from the tour because this is going to be, I mean, you talk about, you know, 1.4, $1.5 billion. Like you want to talk about opening that up. This is, this is part of that. Right. And the quickest way to undermine that is to be opaque, to, to not be transparent. So anyway, we don't need to talk about what the PGA tour needs to do better, but, (laughs) um, anything else? Final thoughts before we get out of here. Uh, I think Dean Burmeister needs to win on the DP World Tour to get into the top fifty. Uh, Dean, Dean trying to get in the Masters. Is this yeah, the last? I, is this the last DP event? I, I believe so. I think Louis did it last week. I think he's good. Okay, so we're we're running out of weeks. This might be the last one, and he's and yeah. he's he's just outside. Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. Keep an eye on old Dean. See if he can get himself in. Uh, we'll be back after the conclusion of the PNC Championship. That'll be Sunday night. Update you on that and everything else that has happened between now and then. Big thanks to producer Troy. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. Patrick McDonald trying to get over 500 with under on, who is it? Alabama? The seniors. The the smart seniors. (laughs) The super seniors. Memphis Tigers. Under 152 and a half. Thanks for coming. At amateur status, uh, if that does not cash, send all your hate to that Twitter. And Kyle Porter can be found at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.